This is the Draw the Death Machine, Sammy Callahan. And you are watching, you are listening, and you are supporting Women's Wrestling Talk. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. What is up, everyone? Big Barbie here, Nikki Bougie with Women's Wrestling Talk, and I cannot believe here we have none other than the death machine himself, Sammy Callahan. Sammy, what's been going on, man? Look at you. You got a good intro. You're ready to go. Death machine. Big fan of women's wrestling. Not going to lie. Oh my God. Like, and then, and we talk about this a lot. Like inclusion is so important. We're women's wrestling talk, but we love to have the men in here, all genders in here to talk about the importance of the progression of women's wrestling as well. So let's talk about, um, I want you to talk about the importance of intergender wrestling as it's evolved. You've been involved in, uh, you know, different intergender matches. How important is it to the world of wrestling as we know it today? Look, I've said this many times in many interviews before. I don't even think it should be called intergender wrestling at this point. I think it should just be called professional wrestling. You look at Marvel, you look at DC, you look at all these different things and pop culture, and that's extremely relevant right now. And then when you see Black Widow fighting the Incredible Hulk or uh, Miss Marvel fighting Loki or whoever, I know that's not the people they fight, but you get the, the explanation. Like, it's not called intergender wrestling fighting in the superhero realm and i think professional wrestling is the exact thing, same i think it should just be called professional wrestling at this point i definitely i definitely agree with that and with that being said i mean impact wrestling is known for one of the greatest women's divisions of all time why do you think that the knockouts division is still one of the best in the world i think because we're everyone wants to talk about the, the woman's evolution and everything like that. That started at Impact Wrestling. That started at TNA years and years and years ago. We were one of the first companies in the entire world on a national television scale in the United States to actually give women a chance not to just be what they were of old, not just eye candy, showing that they can be amazing sports entertainers, showing they can be amazing professional wrestlers. I love that. I, I and And I've... I thought I lost you for a second. My no, no, I'm. Out. I don't know why. No, I'm. I'm, I'm still here. We're in it. I love what you're saying. I panicked. We. I. I. I really love that because it's. It's when. When everyone was trying to fill that mold and get to that point, TNA and Impact Knockouts Division was truly doing it. So I want to ask. Gail Kim, uh, Awesome Kong, the beautiful people. Uh, heck, you just saw announced coming up for Impact 200 or 200, yes. 200 episode. The beautiful that people's coming back. Amazing yeah. Kong's coming back. Gail Kim's going to be there. Yeah. There wouldn't be a division like it is today if it wasn't for amazing athletes like that talented bunch. Absolutely. Now with us, you know, coming up on Impact 1000, what is it? that you've seen like who would you say from past to present you can just name some names because you named a couple who's been the toughest knockout 
Oh, you have to go with Awesome Kong. Amazing Kong. She She's a yeah. person of many names. She was one of yeah. my favorite wrestlers uh, when I was in high school and getting into independent wrestling and getting yeah. into TNA. Uh, there is, she is a performer like none other, and I'm absolutely happy to see her be able to like branch out, not just be in professional wrestling. She was awesome on the show, Glow on Netflix. Mm-hmm. She's an ambassador for women's wrestling everywhere. And I, I don't think the Knockouts division would be what it is today if it wasn't for a character like her. Perfect place, perfect time, exactly what the wrestling world needed. Exactly. I agree with that. Now, for the women of today, I mean, you have Deanna Perrazzo, Trinity, Lish, Jessica, Courtney Rush. There's so many different. Yo, I say it all the time. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're fine. We want to talk about one of the best tactical wrestlers in the world. Tell me. And Deanna Perrazzo has to be up there, male or female, mm. any ethnicity, any uh, way of life. Diana Prazo, when it comes down for pound for pound for professional wrestling, yes. is one of the best technical wrestlers on the planet. Like I say that all the time. Now we are gearing up for emergence. If you had to pick one knockout on the roster right now, who would you want to face? Jordan Grace. Mmm. It's a good one. The juggernaut. I faced her. I faced a lot of girls on that roster. Yeah. Uh, Masha Slamovich is one of my favorite professional wrestlers. Yeah. On the planet right now, a lot of people yeah. say she's mini me. She's the closest thing to young me in professional wrestling, and that's yeah. anywhere in the world. Uh, Absolutely, I, I I've got to go toe to toe with her. I've got to go toe to toe with Jessica. I've got to go toe to toe with a lot of people. If I had to pick two people from the current roster, though, I would say Jordan Grace and Rosemary as Rosemary mm. in a Monsters Ball match. Whoa, that would. She's a monster and it's a ball. She she is a monster and she's she's so talented. We've we've talked about the knockouts for a while. I want to know because you've had such an intensive career as the Destiny Machine, as Sammy Callahan, bringing your legacy to Impact Wrestling. What has been some of your favorite moments and one of those moments that has really defined your career in Impact Wrestling? Oh, everyone wants to say this. I hit Eddie Edwards in the face with a baseball bat. I will talk about that until the end of time. I'm guaranteed of it. I'm guaranteed that me and Eddie Edwards will be linked together. I think it's exactly what Impact Wrestling needed at that time frame. It was a perfect storm of just a total mess that got people back interested in Impact Wrestling. It was on TMZ. It was on SportsCenter. It was all over the world. And that's one of my favorite moments of my career, whether it's fun or not. You've had some great moments. I mean, just all over, different matches, different times with different people. What are a few things that you haven't accomplished yet yet that you want to do? Uh, I'm a very goal-oriented person, and nothing's ever good enough. I've been world champion. I've been this. I've been that. But I'd say my number one right now in the very foreseeable future would be winning the Impact Wrestling World Tag Team Champions with my best friend, Rich Swan. Right now, we're in this big tournament to yeah. see who's the number one ken- contender to see who's going to go on to face subculture at emergence. And if I'm a bet man, I'm saying me and Rich Swan are at the top of the list of like brand new, amazing tag teams on the planet today. We have chemistry uh, like none other. Like we've only been tagging for what, I think two months now. And I think you can see our chemistry and how much we enjoy and how much fun we have being in the ring together, even in this short of a span of time. Talk about how that friendship and also you guys being like almost polar opposites to the audience. How does that reflect in the connection that you have and how are you going to use that to get to that goal? 
Oh, look, he's my little brother. I've known him since he was 15 years old. We've lived together on and off all over the country, all over the world. And that's just a connection that you don't get from just being a tag partner with someone. For a lack of better terms, me and Rich Swan are family. Me and Rich Swan, he's more of a brother to me than some of my actual family members that are blood. You don't need to have blood to pick your own family. That is so true. Now you spoke of emergence. However, we are gearing up for multiverse. What's one thing that you want to accomplish to show that Impact Wrestling is the top promotion, not only in the U.S., but in the world? Look, me, I'm going to steal the show. I'm wrestling Doki, first time ever. He's a crazy person. I'm a crazy person. We're in Philly at the legendary arena. Like, look, if I if I'm the person putting these shows together, I'd say take the rule set off of this. Let's see what happens. He likes to break tables. I like to break tables. He likes to use chairs. I like to use chairs. He has a weapon of choosing in his steel pipe. I have a weapon of choosing in my baseball bat. I think this is a match made in heaven. I think this is a match that people didn't know they needed to see until it was announced. And I'm telling you right now, I, I am swinging for the fences. I'm coming to steal the entire show. I absolutely love that. You talk of the division as well and Impact Wrestling. Is there any anybody that you have your eyes on that you might need to get revenge on or you just want to step into the ring with in the men's division? Or is there anyone that you have been not necessarily plotting against, but you have your eye on closely? Me plotting? I'm not a plotting guy. <laughs> I just spontaneously do things. Uh, no, if I'm saying right now of what, we're trying to do an impact wrestling with me and Rich Swan being a tag team. The first people you want to face are the world champions. Mm. I want to face subculture one-on-one. I've known those guys forever. I think they're amazing. I'm so happy that impact wrestling gave them a chance to come over here and show the entire wrestling world, exactly what they're capable of. And I know a match between Swan and myself and subculture. Like we're off to the races at that. Absolutely. Now, you and Swan, y'all have been doing y'all's thing. A great combination to see, especially if you know you guys outside of the ring. Very funny, very comical. If you had to add one knockout to your tag team and create a crazy faction here in Impact Wrestling, who would you pick and why? I'm going with Jessica. She's fun. She already has the dancing skills. She's already like good at the dancing thing like Swan. I think that's the person I'm adding to the group. Like, yeah, you got to. You got to. Now, do you bring Courtney Rush too, or do you go oh, back and get Courtney Rose? Come, Courtney come too. She's a breath of fresh air in the knockouts division as well. And I think that entire story of professional wrestling from the undead realm to Havoc and Rosemary to Courtney and Jessica, I think it's yeah. a lot of fun right now. And I think it's something I'd like to be a part of. Absolutely. Now, are you going to try to go find Rosemary, or are you just going to? No, I ain't going to the undead realm. I don't mess with ghosts. I don't. Like, you don't put that evil on me. Like, and that's real life. Like, everyone's like, let's go ghost hunt. I ain't going ghost hunt. Zero chance. That's where you bring shit back. That's how things happen. Like, I don't mess with Ouija boards. I don't mess with witches. I don't mess with any of that dark art stuff. I don't want no part of it. You don't got to bring my Jesus into this. I love that. Now, during the pandemic era, a lot of us were at home. A lot of us got back into Impact Wrestling. And you've seen the ups, you've seen the downs, you've seen the highs, you've seen the lows. What would your message be if you had one thing to say to people who still, to this day, try and shit on the company? 
Look, it's cliche. Cross the line. It, that was a a marketing tool years and years ago, and I think it rings just as true now. Cross the line. Watch Impact Wrestling again because it feels good. And I think we're one of the rare companies right now that I think during the pandemic, I think we actually strived because for once people could see how good on a weekly basis, our weekly episodic television show, how good it is without all the bells and whistles, just straight up professional wrestling and storytelling. I don't think there's anyone in wrestling right now that can touch us to have one coherent story. We don't have stories that just disappear. We don't have continuity issues. Like we're very good at telling stories and not just that. I think since the new regime took over and I believe it was 2018, we are not the impact wrestling of old. Look, I know there's been a bad taste in people's mouth from a certain era in TNA impact wrestling, but we are not that company anymore. And I think every month, every pay-per-view we have more and more people start crossing that line. It feels good. Just do it. Just dip your toe in and cannonball into that street because it feels great being an impact wrestling fan right now. Absolutely. Some of the best live tapings I've ever gone to. We've seen, you know, even in these. We have David Penzer. Who else has David Penzer? Hello, like Ingrid of like, if you know, you know, you know, but um, we've seen you grow so much, you know, from your whole career. And I remember being there watching you and your involvement with the design. Talk about what you took away from that and what's helped you better your career with having that interaction and finding Sammy Callahan in a different light. Look, uh, I came back from breaking my leg and uh, it's one of those things like I like to tell in-depth stories. I don't think anyone really knew where that story was going to go. Yeah. Uh, but it shows Sammy Callahan, the death machine, the draw, the worldwide desperado, whatever you want to call him. He, he will play the long game just to prove a point. That's amazing. I am very curious to know because there's been a lot of great matches. I mean, Jordan Grace versus Mickey James, Trinity versus Deanna Perrazzo, even Kevin Knight and Speedball, their match was just absolutely astonishing. If you had to pick your match of the year thus far, being eight months in for Impact Wrestling, what would your match be of the year and why? Steve Macklin, PCO in Canada, that crazy no disqualification match they had. I think it's a legendary moment in Impact Wrestling history. There's a moment of Scott Demore laying on the ground after getting shoved over by Steve Macklin. Steve Macklin just completely covered head to toe holding up the Impact Wrestling World Championship. That's, for him, that's like the stone-cold moment of WrestleMania 13, mm -hmm. of him on his hands and the blood streaming down his teeth. For Macklin and for Impact Wrestling, I think that if you'll look back at that from five to ten years from now, and you'll be like, yo, that was a legendary moment, and that's a painting that I'd want hanging up in my wall. I absolutely love that. I just want to say thank you to the death machine, Sammy Callahan, for joining Women's Wrestling Talk, being so adamant with women's wrestling as well, and just being such a great force that we need in this industry. Lastly, before you get out of here, let everyone know where they can find you on all social medias. Uh, you'll find me on the Twitter at the Sammy Callahan. You can find me on the Instagram at official Callahan. I don't have that Facebook. I don't have anything else. If you want me, those are the two places to find me. That's amazing. And of course, you can catch me here with my tag team partner. We are the Salt Shakers, holding it down every Thursday night for our hashtag Impact on Access TV post show, the best Impact post show that you will ever see. Until next time, this has been Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.
Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.